Thank you for tuning in to this 14th episode of the Old Code Podcast. I'm your host, The Professor. I'm re-recording this episode because after thinking about the way I did it the last time, it very much just felt kind of like I was complaining. And that's never what I want to do. I caveated my Three Gods episode by saying that that was going to be the most unfortunate and depressing episode that I recorded. So I am giving this and I want to present to you kind of I want to start off by bookending the last episode that I not the last episode that I released but the last follow-up episode to Mammon and then I think I'll be able to tuck the 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 exclusion or ex, the exclusive Mammon episodes to bed for now if I return to it I think about it I will return to it but I would like to move on to Bale and Molech and talk about how we can actually improve on society in the ways that we do life instead of by just blindly following these pagan gods so my addendum to the last episode or to my last mammon episode we need to be focusing on beauty and excellence instead of progress purely and simply when we are thinking about the way we do product design. I was having a conversation with somebody the other day and we were discussing technological progress and how in a post-World War II, post-Oppenheimer, I would say, post A-bomb, H-bomb world, the idea of technological progress has been has been distilled into we have this technology, our enemies have this technology. We want to make sure that they can never outdo us in warfare. So we are going to progress into that tech. And a lot of our technological leaps in the consumer world are derived from that fear-based view on technological development. It comes, it trickles down from the military. I'm sure we've heard a lot of anecdotal stories about high-tech stuff starting off in places like the CIA and the military, and then eventually it trickles into the consumer market. So, yeah, I just wanted to redo and give myself a second shot at recording this episode and just condense what was going to be a 10-minute segment just kind of complaining about the way we do tech, uh, product development and product design. I want to condense that into that little two-minute blurb and just say, if you are in product design, product development, whether you're electrical, mechanical, uh, materials engineer, don't make product and the progress your primary goal. And worse yet, don't make the acquisition of money your primary. In the end, beauty and excellence, and I'm using excellence 
from my last episode, excellence being goodness of conduct. Don't make beauty and or don't and don't make progress and money your primary pursuits. Allow those to be happy byproducts. To quote um, Bob Ross, let, let those be happy accidents. Your first goal should be beauty and excellence. And then if we're truly allowing ourselves to think economically, if, if we pour ourselves into it and these things are beautiful and they are excellent, then guess what? We will desire to improve them, and that's progress. And we will also most likely be paid for our services, and that's money. So focus on the fact that your first goal with anything when you are making something ought to be beauty and makes it, make it as well and as excellent thing as you possibly can. And I feel like that actually allows me to segue. So this is kind of two episodes rolled into one. So the first five minutes of this episode, just wanted to get into bookend the last episode and say beauty and excellence and let money and progress be happy accidents. So I guess that opens up the grounds for talking about place for beauty in society and in economics uh, I had a friend of mine request that I discuss the place of beauty in the church I think that these things are all integrally tied to one so if you'll allow me I'm I hadn't thought this through, so I'm going to be thinking out loud for the duration of this. As far as the application of beauty in church and culture and, say, let's just say product development, the production of goods and services, um, I, as a background, I used to work as a professional chef. And the... As I was growing in my skills and learning more and more about how I was doing what I was doing and how to do it better, the knowledge of it and the desire to make these things better every time, um, it started to, it really started to illuminate my desire for better products or for better better food, essentially. Um, as I progress into the world of scratch cooking and all of the above, I... I'm trying to figure out how to say this. I started developing a disdain for American cuisine and fast food, not for the cheapness of it or anything like that uh, because there's nothing wrong with a good burger the problem that I was running into with a lot of American food was the fact that it was so fake and that we use techniques and preservatives 
that are aimed at getting the product out as fast and as cheaply as possible. Um, and there's a, there, I'll say that there's a difference between inexpensive and cheap. So when it comes to, and don't worry, I'm roping this in. When it comes to beauty, beauty in culture, beauty in the church, beauty in technology, we have developed a fast food culture for beauty in that if you look at the vast majority of mo the way most churches are designed or built um, i'm not asking i'm not suggesting that we rebuild notre dame each and every time but most of the time with the way we design our buildings for some reason it almost seems to take influence from brutalism or just I don't know how to describe it, but everything is very, very, very plain. Everything is very, very, very beige, if you will. Vanilla. And I'm, again, I'm not suggesting that we pour millions of dollars into buildings that are decorated to the gills, but the fact of the matter is, is these are communal places of worship. And going back to the urban design episode, I believe I had mentioned that the beauty in architecture, particularly in the architecture of the church, it was always meant to communicate something greater than itself. And we're lacking that in the way we do beauty everywhere. Just in absolutely everything. We lack that necessary understanding of this thing ought to be beautiful, not for its own sake, but because we want it to point to the one that is the most beautiful. And I, I have a feeling that we started developing and designing our churches to be more plain. I would need to confirm this. I would need to confirm this, but we, we started developing churches to be to look more plain because we wanted the pastor and the, the message, the word, the worship to be the central focus of the event. And there's nothing wrong with that. We don't want people necessarily being distracted, but I would argue that the way we design our products should also be a part of that conversation of we don't want people to lose themselves in the building or in the product or in anything or in the food whatever it is that we're making we want that beauty or that richness of the thing to point to the one that is the most beautiful and I would say that this problem only exists in modernity because we live in a saturated, an atheistically saturated culture. Very, very seldom, I'm certain, you could walk into an old church and if you are someone who is fixated on the material, someone who is so 
preoccupied with the material in front of you that you will lose sight of the god that it is supposed to point to. But, here's the, here's the following part. If you focus your mind on the goodness and beauty of God, all of the beauty bound up in the design is transformed into worship unto God. And so I think if I, if I can summarize the place of beauty in the church and society in product design, the heavens declare God's glory and all of God's invisible attributes are made manifest through his creation. It's from the Psalms and from Romans. Or, I believe it's the Psalms. Um, and you see this time and time again in the sunset and the sunrise. You see beauty. You see majesty in the way when a thunderstorm rolls in. You see beauty in how a eagle spreads its wings all of the above and I would say that one of the aspects of developing beautiful items if you look at the way in, I mean I'm sure that you're aware of this if you look at the way an airplane wing is designed it's designed to mimic that form factor of a bird's wing because that's the best thing that we happen to know from from nature is how things fly even the way the pinions on the end of the, the wings are formed, it's you, you replicate that with the way that the flaps move up and down with an airplane. Um, and I think that that's what we ought to be considering when we are considering, when we're thinking about art and beauty and architecture and product design and food. Is, is two things. A, how does this thing that I am attempting to do, to create, how does this point to the beauty of God? And B, how does this, how, how is my handling of this thing best actualize the potential beauty bound up in the thing itself? So uh, I'm sure that I could find it, but the, there's always a quote from Leonardo da Vinci or Michelangelo talking about how his goal was always to free the statue from the block of stone. He was looking for the hidden potential, beautiful potential within those goods, transforming mere paint canvas into absolutely stunning works of art. Um, and I think that that's one of the brilliant ways that the technological revolution, especially someone like uh, Nikola Tesla, uh, he revolutionized the world because instead of just looking at the way, at trying to free the statue from the stone, he looked at the laws of physics and said, and, and almost viewed them as a raw block of stone to try to transform and to free the statue from. And if anything, that's that's the best, kind of circling all the way back, 
that's the best pursuit of progress that we can think of is what can we true we're given we're given raw materials and I will never say that a building is more beautiful than a maple tree in fall but our goal should be how can we best help the raw materials be expressed in a beautiful and God-honoring manner. And so, again, circling back to the church, we ought to be bringing beauty into the common design of the church. We ought to be celebrating beauty in how these things are actualized. We shouldn't be trying to make them more and more plain. We ought to be celebrating the fact that God has given us a sense of beauty, and we ought to be trying to make everything that we do reflect that beautiful, that beautiful nature. So, this has been a little bit more of an addendum to my other cultural critique slash conversation, as well as trying to encourage you onto something. If you happen to be an engineer or a designer, and that could be a programmer, that could be electrical engineering, that could be a chef, a sculptor, anything, anything. Make your products excellent. Do them to the best of your ability. Excellence. But after that, in that, not after, in that, pursue making something beautiful and pursue it for the right aim. And I think that's all I have for you today. I'm the professor, and this has been the Old Code Podcast. I am changing my attitude on social media posting for the time being. I still believe that this podcast should be shared primarily through conversation and through direct communication. However, I would like to start getting this podcast in the hands of more people, and unfortunately right now, unless I wanted to pay for advertising, which I really don't want to do, the next best option is to start having people post about this on their Instagram or their Facebook or something along those lines. So if you wouldn't mind, go ahead and give this a share. You know, whatever chosen social media you have. It's, uh, it really is an honor to be able to have this opportunity to talk to you guys. And I hope that this episode finds you well. I hope that in whatever you end up doing, however you end up pursuing what you're doing right, I hope that you pursue beauty in it. And I hope you see the beauty in it. And if I'm to leave you with one final one, Recognize that you are God's handiwork, and that he is the most excellent and skilled craftsman. So like it or not, you've got a whole lot of beauty bound up in you, and I hope you understand. In any case, this has been the Old Code Podcast, and I am the Professor. I'll catch you next time.